Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our radio show. I'm glad to be with you today. It is a tumultuous March 2022 that we're having when you look at the global economy and how it is impacting the local economy, especially if you want to be a homeowner or you're looking to refinance, you're looking to do something in the world of real estate, keep your eye on the international news. We're going to talk a little bit about that and more after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hi, everybody. Peter Padilla here with you today on our radio show, and I'm glad to be here today so I can share some of my guidance and advice that I'm getting from some of the experts that I talk to, listen to, communicate with all across the country. And now I'm listening more and more to advisors that are talking about situations around the world. And the reason is very simple. If you're looking to expand your world in the in, in real estate, whether it's a buyer or seller, investment property, primary residence, whatever the case might be, you really need to keep up with what's happen, happening with the financial markets around the world. Everybody knows what's happening in Ukraine and in Russia, and it's putting a heavy amount of pressure on the U.S. economy. We have inflation up higher than it's been in close to 40 years. It's running close to 7% as of today. And we have home prices, prices going up dramatically. And the cost of everything is going up because all you have to do is impact one cost, that being the cost for fuel, gas, oil, natural gas, which is all going up dramatically now, and that has an impact across the board on every part of our lives because everything almost needs transportation to get to you. It doesn't matter whether you're sitting at home ordering your goods and services online. You're having them delivered, shipped. It's going to take gasoline, diesel, some kind of fuel to power the delivery system to get those products to you and to your home. 
And Americans don't really want to give up one of our favorite pastimes, driving automobiles. When I was a kid, that was one of the biggest attainments that you could make is getting your own automobile so that you can have the freedom to go where you want to, when you want to, and enjoy life so much better. Well, those things have changed pretty dramatically for us and for the new generation that has followed because there is so much discussion now on fossil fuels and battery-powered vehicles and global warming and the quality of our air, water, food, so many things that are in our minds, and at the same time, we want to move forward with our lives. So I was recently reading that interest rates, as of today anyway, for primary residences, for purchases, refinances, actually took a dip down because of what's happening in the global market. As international investors are sensing the troubles in the world and the likelihood that the traditional stock markets and investments and companies across the country and around the world are going to suffer because of all the challenges that are taking place because of the global action in Russia, Ukraine, and beyond. It's impacting the whole world. So as interest rates go down a little bit, some people are suggesting, I heard this on another program not long ago, some people are suggesting that because interest rates have backed off a little bit, we can certainly look at the global tumultuousness that's happening as maybe a little helping hand now that interest rates are coming down, one of the um, announcers that I was listening to was saying, if you haven't been able to qualify at a mortgage for a mortgage because the interest rates were just above where you need them to be to qualify for the mortgage you want, maybe now today is a good idea because interest rates backed off just a little bit because of the crisis going on in Russia and Ukraine. Well, what the announcer did not mention is that although interest rates maybe have gone down a fraction of a point because of the problems around the world, what hasn't changed is that inflation is dramatically higher than it was the last time rates were this low. Inflation is up at about 7% per year right now, and in all likelihood it's going to continue and maybe even get worse. Higher inflation means less buying power for every dollar that you earn. It's like getting a cut in pay of 7% when inflation is that high. Because suddenly you go to the gas pump and you're paying much more than you were previously. You go to the grocery store, you can't buy the amount of food for the same dollar that you could buy just a month ago or two months ago. You can't buy practically anything for the same amount that you bought previously, even though we all might have gotten a little raise, even though the media is telling us that interest rates are coming down and maybe now's the time to pull the trigger on a mortgage. You know, the fact is, it's probably not a good time because although the interest rate has come down to a level that you thought was great a month ago, two months ago, three months ago, the difference is that you're paying a lot more for everything else. And if you're paying a lot more for everything else, it's just that much less money you have available to pay for your mortgage, to pay for your taxes, your insurance, your homeowners association, all of the things associated with purchasing a new home. 
My name is Peter Padilla. I'm your host on today's radio program. My background is in marketing, communications, and the mortgage world. I was a mortgage lender for over 10 years, interacted with many, many real estate buyers, sellers, investors, banks, title, escrow companies, appraisals, inspectors. I mean, the whole gamut. When you're in the mortgage world, you have to be up to speed on all of them. Having done that for so long and continuing to talk with many people in the business and many people that are interested in buying or selling real estate, it's an important part of my life. I know more and more that the things that happen around the world have a huge impact on your ability to purchase a home. Interest rates go up and down, but if inflation goes up, 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 uh, you're going to need a big break in interest rates and maybe more than that in order to be able to buy the same home that you could just 12 months ago for the same price. The key is that people buy homes when they need to buy homes. Many people have been conditioned to think that they should be buying homes when they want to buy homes. See the difference there? Want versus need. I mean, look, congratulations. If you're buying a home today, you're buying at the top of the market. Way to go. If that's really what you are intending to do is look at any kind of a, an investment vehicle, like in this case it's real estate, and you want to buy at the absolute highest point, pay the most for the same thing that everybody else has purchased previously. If you want to pay the highest amount ever, today is the day to sign the loan documents. Today is the day to sign the purchase agreement. Today, take action. And congratulations, you're buying at the top of the market. Now, any good investor knows that the key to successful investing is to buy low. Whatever you buy, buy it whenever the price is the lowest. And when you sell it, whenever the price to sell is the highest. That way you, as the investor of whatever it is we're talking about buying and selling, will attain the maximum benefit of your time, effort, energy, and money to get into that investment. The problem with investment vehicles, especially with real estate, especially with new investors, new homeowners, is that there's a lot of emotional attachment to the purchase of this investment. I have heard people say that they're buying real estate because they're being pressured by a family member, or they want to keep up with the Joneses next door, or their friends down the street, or your friends in another city. It doesn't matter. If you're buying real estate to impress somebody else, you're probably making a mistake. If you're buying real estate because you need the real estate, you have a growing family, you're running out of room, your situation at work has changed, your living environment has changed, you need a different element in your world, and that is the place you live or the real estate you own, then of course it makes sense to buy today. Otherwise, I'm suggesting you take a look at history. Go back to the 1980s, early 80s, like maybe 1980, 81, 82, 83. Check out what happened in that window of time, and you'll be amazed that there are so many similarities to what's happening today in 2022. The early 80s were times of political strife, international turmoil, rising interest rates on all purchases, 
inflation was taken off. Well, no one had seen inflation like that before. And gas shortages and gas prices were astronomical by comparison of what they were just in the late 70s. History does repeat itself, ladies and gentlemen. And as I've gotten older in the world and more mature in life, I've really made a, a big effort to study history so that I can improve my own personal future. And if I can do that, I know that I can improve the future of my family, my loved ones, my friends, my connections, everybody that I interact with, as long as I take the right actions today based on what's happening in the world. Sometimes the best action is no action, but even that is a choice. It was only a few years ago Things seem to be rocking in the world. Things seem to be good in America. Things always change. Nothing stays the same forever, and they're changing now, and maybe they're not looking so good, but I guarantee you this. In the not-too-distant future, we're going to be talking about how things have improved dramatically. How will they improve? Well, I have some ideas. I have some hopes, some desires, some wishes, but the reality is it's all going to happen with or without me. And with or without you. So just know this. Better times are coming. I heard a financial investor of many years of experience say to me recently, if you think that the world is about to end and you're making your decisions based on that, the chances are pretty good that the world is not going to end. People have thought about this for eons, for generations, that maybe things are so bad that the world is going to end, and they make decisions like that. But think about this. As far as we know, in our lifetimes, the world has not ended. So make decisions that are smart, not intelligent, not from just education, but are smart, because you have intelligence, education, great consultation, and wisdom on your side. There's no rush. You are not pressured to make any decisions. I suggest you wait 24 hours and then think about that decision. You might see that based on things that have happened around the world, maybe a little different decision is in order. After this break, we're going to be taking a look at some of the deals that have closed across the country, not just from the average purchase and sale What's what's happening in the elite celebrity world? That might give you an indication of what's happening with the general populace when it comes to home buying and selling. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? 
First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. Natakwa, Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News, pick up your copy today. Natakwa. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We are now in our 17th year of weekly broadcasts, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. So we talked in the last segment about how the international world, climate, political, military, it all impacts everybody in the world because we're all so interconnected now. The same is true when it comes to real estate. People buy and sell based on emotion, I'm sure, more than need in today's world because it's the thing everybody is doing. There's somewhat of a frenzy. But let's see who's selling homes. So Gene Wilder has his home that was recently owned by Elon Musk. He sold it to a new owner, and that owner is keeping it in the family. He's Mr. Gene Wilder's nephew. His name is Jordan Walker Perlman. He was in the house when he grew up with his uncle, the late actor Gene Wilder, and uh, that house ultimately, apparently, when he was young, was destroyed. Well, he still had so many vivid memories and even dreams of those Gene Wilder mornings in the kidney-shaped swimming pool with the family, hanging around after tennis games, hanging out with the likes of people, you know, in the company of individuals like Gene Wilder, Mel Brooks, Sidney Poitier, big dinner parties, playing the piano. I mean, so much coolness in the world when you have the lifestyle and luxury of Gene Wilder, the late Gene Wilder. A low-slung, white-shingled house was his home in Bel Air, which is near Los Angeles. It was also where actress, comedian, and Saturday Night Live cast member and his wife, Gilda Radner, lived together. She passed in 1989. Well, Mr. Wilder's nephew, Walker Perlman, considered her, I'm talking about Gilda Radner, as his second mother because she married his dad in 1984. Uh, Now, at 53 years old, Mr. Walker Perlman is a film director and writer, 
and he directed the 2000 film called The Visit. From an early age, he split his time living with Gene Wilder and living with his grandmother in Harlem, New York. His biological parents, he says, were a little crazy and not enthusiastic about the responsibility of child rearing. And one day he was in the neighborhood and he drove by to show his wife, Elizabeth Hunter, where the house had been. And he was shocked to find it was still standing. It was owned by a tech billionaire. We probably all know his name. He drives an electric car, Elon Musk. He was having a large party. He was getting ready for some other big event when the security guard opened and they were able to peek in and take a look. Well, about a year later, a friend of his sent him a screenshot of Elon Musk's now famous May 2020 texts, which said, I am selling almost all physical possessions. I don't want to own a home. I just want one stipulation on the sale. I own Gene Wilder's house. And it cannot be torn down or lose any of its soul. Well, he was asking $9.5 million, and uh, it was for sale on a website called forsalebyowner.com and advertised as the former home of Gene Wilder slash Willy Wonka. And it also noted that it's been upgraded with modern amenities, preserving the original charm and the quirky vibe. This listing stipulated that the home was being sold with the one condition that it must be preserved. I think that's a great idea. Walker Perlman said he reached out to Elon Musk's team of real estate professionals right away. Now, he knew he couldn't afford the price, but the tweet gave him the optimism that they might reach some kind of a deal. The only person that could possibly want it not to be torn down as much as him was me, is what he said. Elon Musk didn't respond to the request for comment. After a few months of negotiations, Walker Perlman says Musk agreed to sell the house to him and Mrs. Hunter for $7 million along with what's called a long-term deed and trust, an assignment of rents, in which Elon Musk agreed to lend the couple $6.7 million, according to public documents. So this is a uh, solar financing deal. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? He could have stole it for a lot more, says Walker Perlman. His sensitivity to me cannot be overstated. Hmm. Sale closed in October of 2020, and the timing for Mr. Walker Perlman, well, it was exquisite because it allowed him to use the house as a set for an upcoming film, The Requiem Boogie, produced by his production company, Harlem Hollywood. So it's somewhat of an autobiographical plot following a middle-aged former child actor played by Walker Perlman who was mourning the loss of his movie star dad. Spiritual, quasi-comedy, it all deals with Gene Wilder's death and the nature of show business, says Walker, Person, uh, Walker Perlman. Now, living in the house again has been really great for him, but it's also been spooky, he says. He says he feels the spirits, the ghosts of people who made it come alive when it was occupied by its former residence. And when he walks into a certain room, a memory will pop up in his mind, he says, and he'll get teleported back in time. He says he even feels like messages from beyond are being sent to him. Like when the crew was filming in, a, in what used to be Gilda Radner's dressing room, 
and suddenly the water in the shower and the sink came on all by themselves. When he and Mrs. Hunter were signing the papers on the loan from Elon Musk, a buck they had never seen before appeared from the hedges and stood in the window staring at them, hanging around for about nine hours that day. Of course, they haven't seen it since, but the couple's three-year-old nephew told him there was always ghosts that he saw in the house. This house came with a lot of Elon Musk's furnishings, including one purple sofa, a drawing of a clown, a large chess set, and a swing encased in a giant metal birdcage in the backyard, which Mr. Walker Perlman says was a party gift from an attendee at one of Elon Musk's parties. Walker Perlman says he thinks Elon Musk originally bought the property to protect his distant views of L.A. and the Pacific Ocean from his primary house across the street, which he sold previously for $29.7 million to Chinese billionaire William Ding in June of 2020. It's kind of interesting what he would do, Gene Wilder, when he lived there. He swims in the same pool he does when Gene Wilder swam there and lived there, and you do morning laps just like Gene Wilder taught him to do. Almost every wall and shelf in the home contains photographs, memorabilia, mementos of Gene Wilder playing tennis and dressed as Willy Wonka, one of his most incredible characters ever played on screen. Gene Wilder is not alive, but his memory lives in his property, and even the people in his family know the importance of real estate not just from the financial side, but from the emotional side as well. I mean, why else would Walker Perlman want to purchase this home? Why else would he be able to convince Elon Musk to give him a deal with seller financing? Who else could have done that? He approached Elon Musk direct and head on, and even though he didn't interact with Elon Musk directly on the deal, word got to Elon Musk, and the transaction closed. I commend this young man, Walker Perlman. He's 53. I call him young. But the reality is he is protecting family property, family real estate. He's protecting the legacy of Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner. And at the same time, he's got a place to live. He's making an investment. He believes in the American dream. At whatever level you are, You can do the same thing. You might have just a little shack that your mom or dad or grandma left for you. But if you played in that house when you were a little kid, chances are the emotional connection to that real estate has much more value than the intrinsic value, the appraised value. So when people buy real estate, they do it for a lot of reasons. But the thing is this. Real estate holds value, always has value, either intrinsic or emotional, it makes you feel better. It can make you feel better, but only if it's right for you, if the time is right, and if you make the right decision based on your own personal circumstances. Yeah, this deal happened just a few weeks ago, and yes, it was at the top of the market, if you look at the national real estate market. But for Walker Perlman, it wasn't just about the timing. It was about the opportunity to purchase a legacy and continue that legacy 
for his family member, Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner. We'll have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandy Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. It's not just primary residence or small investment properties that people are talking about in today's economy. It's from all levels of the economy that people are looking at opportunities in the real estate world. I mean, we know what's happening in northern Nevada. If you're looking to buy a primary residence, prices are at their all-time highs. Interest rates are near their all-time lows. Still, it takes a ton of money to close a deal, and with the demand on homes... You have to be a super negotiator and a super hunter. Even the big guys have the same issues. It was recently announced that a company called Healthcare Trust of America Incorporated, which owns and operates medical office buildings around the country, is talking with Healthcare Realty Trust Incorporated about a deal that could create a company worth more than $10 billion. Well, the way they do it in the big world, right, it's not just cash, but it's a cash and stock deal. That could be finished in a matter of days. And people familiar with this matter say the talks could still go one way or the other. But this potential transaction, uh, it's expected that it will culminate in a month-long sale process run by Healthcare Trust of America. This is a real estate investment trust that had a market value around $6.6 billion recently. And Healthcare Realty Trust, it's also a real estate investment trust. It has a value at $4.6 billion. Put those two deals together, that's $11.2 billion if it comes together. Healthcare Trust of America says on its website that it owns and operates over 25 million square feet of space. Healthcare Realty Trust says it has about 18 million square feet of real estate space. Both own similar types of properties. And they're both spread across the United States. So there must be something about the Southwest. Scottsdale, Arizona-based Healthcare Trust of America was founded in 2006 and went public six years later in 2012. Its share performance has been mixed over those six years. The stock dropped in the early days of the pandemic along with much of the market and didn't return to the pre-pandemic levels until just recently after it agreed to explore a sale following a shareholder activist meeting and pressure on the resignation of its chief executive. Elliott Management Corporation in October called on the company to conduct a strategic review, arguing that it had underperformed peers who can maintain higher debt levels due to more favorably financial terms. It said it was confident private equity firms or other REITs would be interested in acquiring the company at a premium. Well, Healthcare Trust of America announced with its third quarter earnings in early November of 2022 that it planned to review alternatives. And it recently rescheduled its fourth quarter earnings call to one week later. Its former CEO, Scott Peters, had resigned in August without publicly publicly stating any reason. And the company at the time tapped a director as one of its interim CEOs. 
Nashville-based Healthcare Realty Trust reported its first its fourth quarter results earlier in the quarter of 2022, which included a 5.3 increase in normalized funds from previous operations, operations compared to last year. So the big boys are doing deals to enhance or strengthen their own real estate portfolio. If they're doing that on a national level, on a global level, on a high net worth level, you're asking yourself as a homeowner, what could I do? What can I do to improve my deal, my situation? Well, the first thing to do is look at your current obligations in the real estate world. I'm talking about your mortgages, your payments, your HOA dues, whatever you've got, your taxes. You have to see if you're truly paying the least amount of money that you could pay. Are you in the right position? Some people still have not refinanced their mortgages from 4, 5, 6, or 7% down to what's going on now, 3 and 4%. You can save a lot of money by refinancing if you look at the long-term picture. It might cost you a little bit more in the short term because of the fees and the costs. But what you're looking to do is to reduce your long-term expenses. And if you have a mortgage, the good news is you're not going to be hit by inflation on your mortgage. Inflation is not going to change the amount of payment that you have, but it's going to affect everything else that you're paying for. Commodities, fuel, gas, whatever, right? You're paying more money for everything else. That means that you have to make all of the money stretch as much as possible. If you can reduce the amount of money you're paying on your home expenses, primarily the mortgage, then you're going to have more money to live the kind of life that you want to. And it's really an efficient way to live when you manage the business of John Doe, the business of Jane Doe, the business of Peter Padilla. Any person has a business of themselves. You have to meet your monthly obligations. You have to look at your future and make plans for your future. You have to think about other people and how you can help other people. And it all is part of your business of me. The business of me tells me what I can and cannot do. The business of me tells me who I can help and how much I can help. And if I have more desires than I have opportunities or ability... I have to either lower my desires or increase my opportunities and abilities. That's what I'm encouraging people to do all of the time. Don't give up on your desires. It's great to have dreams for more, for yourself, for the people you love. But you can't do that unless there's a plan to give you the horsepower to attain the goals you want to attain and the goals you want to meet. So you have to think optimistically about every situation, every time, every day of your life. It's hard to do that when there is an invasion from Russia into the Ukraine, when interest rates are going up, when inflation is a new big word, a big buzzword in the vernacular now because everybody's concerned about it and talking about it. Essentially, we have to work harder just to stay where we were yesterday. If you work smarter, though, you can still accomplish that goal, maybe even come out ahead. You know, there's a philosophy that when you're making investments, you always buy things that are out of favor because you're buying things that are lower priced. Lower priced, out of favor, kind of means the same thing. If you can accomplish that goal and you can stay on track for the long term, the chances are real good 
from a financial perspective, you're going to be miles ahead of the individual that is always looking at things from a pessimistic viewpoint or is overly optimistic about everything and misses the boat because of that too. You have to have some edges and you have to have some advantages. And when you know what is happening in any particular real estate market, you have an advantage because that is your area of focus. When you have an advantage in knowing what this world is happening in the financial markets around the world, then that's going to give you a good idea of how to look at real estate as an investment or as an opportunity to purchase. You might decide it's a better time to sell because of what's going on. The key is to know what's happening in the world and not get emotionally jaded about it. You really have to look at it as how this world that you're surrounded by impacts the business of me. Because the business of me has to stay afloat. It has to stay in the black. You as an individual, me as an individual, we each have our businesses. You ever heard the story, mind your own business? It's not just about not talking about other people or trying to get involved with other people's world. It's about truly doing a good job at your own business. I find so many people that want to help others, but when I really look at how they run their personal business, you know, their business of me, it's not very good. I get some people asking me if they want me to get them to help me. Those are the same people that I know need more help from me than I do from them. There are a lot of people in need, and we have to be available to attend to the needs of the people that we love, the people that we work with, our associates, our partners, our clients, our friends. There's only one way to do that. We have to take care of ourselves first so that we're not so focused on always taking care of ourselves because it's ne we're never really there. When you make a good financial decision, a good business decision, you sleep a lot better, feel a lot better about yourself, and I contend that you also feel a lot better about other people. I was recently talking with a young lady who came into an inheritance. She told me that she was wanting to buy real estate now because she came into this inheritance. The problem is that there's such a high demand on real estate and prices are going up so fast and it's so difficult to invest in real estate in today's world that she's just taken on another obstacle in her life. Got this inheritance, but now the challenge, buying real estate at the top of the market. Maybe that's not the best idea. I suggested to this young lady that rather than invest in real estate today in March of 2022, she should put some of that inheritance money into a retirement account, a retirement fund. That way she knows that that money is there. It's growing. It's growing at an appreciable rate. And it's always there if she needs it. But in the meantime, take a break on looking at the real estate that you can't afford today, but look at investing your money in a safer, smarter place. Unless you absolutely need to buy a home today. That would be a different situation. But for today, I recommended to her that she invest her money in a vehicle that she can watch grow and that will be there the next time there's an opportunity to pull the trigger on a great real estate deal. Is that you? Might be. Might be a friend or a family member. 
If you want to ask us any questions, give us a call after the radio show, 775-786-5515, and let me know that you have a question about real estate or real estate for investors. We'll be back after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, even the elite, even the super rich, they're selling their homes all across the country because they know it's the top of the market. And people are emotionally wanting to buy homes. It doesn't matter if they are looking for down payment assistance because they can't afford the down payment on their own, or if some of the super rich that want to buy homes or sell homes are moving around, they're looking at what's happening in the real estate market in the financial markets, in America, and around the world. A massive granite mansion in Alpine, New Jersey, recently sold for $27.5 million. Now, this is more than 10 years after it was first offered for sale for $68 million. 10 years it was on the market for $68 million, and just recently... It sells for $27.5 million. Now, this six-acre property on a guard-gated street in northern New Jersey was once part of a roughly 60-acre estate owned by a family of steel magnate, Henry Clay Frick. The seller was Richard Kurtz, a former a founder of Camson Corporation, a New Jersey company that owns and manages apartments across the new Northwest. And Mr. Kurtz declined to identify the buyer. However, 
He tells us that he bought the estate for $58 million in 2006 and subsequently divided into smaller parcels. He said his then-wife kept a six-acre parcel uh, for herself and him, and they built a roughly 30,000-square-foot mansion with a 65-foot saltwater pool, tennis court, and indoor basketball court. At the home, uh, which was nearing completion, uh, they said they realized it was really way too big for their needs. (laughs) Isn't that funny? They buy a home. They start making it bigger. They're putting tons of money into it. And then just before it's finished, they say, wow, this home is too big. What are we going to do with it? How are we going to, I mean, we'll hardly even see any part of it because it's so big. So they listed it for the $68 million 10 years ago. And obviously it was way too much money. It created a lot of hype, he said. It created a lot of talk, a lot of chatter amongst the neighbors. But the reality, it just didn't move. Now, this this owner of this home, Mr. Kurtz, he has an, had another home in Alpine. He spent most of his time there or in his other home in Palm Beach, Florida. And back in 2013, he decided he'd drop the home just a little bit more, see if he could get it sold for $43 million, uh, maybe $49 million, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, the Wall Street Journal also took a listing under Realtor.com. And just before the pandemic, the home was relisted again because it wasn't moving for $36 million. Now, Mr. Kurtz is 81 years old, and he's nearing the end of his life. He said he considered moving into the mansion again, but ultimately decided not to. It's just so darn big. It was kind of silly to have such a big home when I'm rarely there, he said. And he said he thought the high real estate taxes also deterred the buyers over those years. At one point, he paid $340,000 a year on this home in just taxes in New Jersey. He appealed him successfully later, had it reduced. But even if you're not wealthy, you don't want to overpay your taxes. Mr. Kurt who said it cost roughly $27 million to build a home, acknowledged that he sold it for a small loss because he only got 27.5 in all that time. And it was sold for somewhere in the vicinity of we what he would take to build it again. So in a way, he came out flat, but in the big picture, he lost a lot of money. You know, when you can afford to lose from 68 million down to 27.5 million he lost 40 million dollars in 10 years on that property but for some reason he was compelled to sell that property and maybe he was compelled to sell it because he knew that we were at the top of the market and even though he didn't get top price for what he had listed it for at 68 million dollars 10 years ago the reality is This is what it's worth now at the top of the market. And when you are 81 years old and you're looking to liquidate your real estate holdings, um, you have to wait through probably a drop in the market before we come back to a new top of the market. And, you know, the home is only going to sell for what it's going to sell based upon the current environment. And if it sells for $27,500 in this environment, He probably felt like it was a good deal. Again, he's 81 years old. 
he lost $40 million on the deal, but I don't think he's going to be hurting too much because he's in a financial category that his lifestyle is not going to change before or after he sells this home. If you're looking to sell your home now in northern Nevada and you're looking at a median home price in Reno of approximately $600,000, you're probably thinking about some of the same things that Richard Kurtz went through and is going through after he sold his home in New Jersey. You know it's the top of the market, and if you sell the home, great. Congratulations. I hope you get what you listed it for, maybe even a little bit more. But even if you didn't, always keep in mind that you sold it at the top of the market. The next thing to think about is what you're going to do to live in the new home and where. Because if you're looking to buy a home to replace the home you just sold at the top of the market, you're going to be buying a home at the top of the market. Somebody like Mr. Kurtz here from New Jersey probably is not going to be shopping for a new home after. As I mentioned, he has another couple of small homes in other parts of the country, and he's actually living more in one of his homes in New Jersey and Palm Beach than he lives in the home that he just sold. So he doesn't really have to worry about what he's going to do to buy again at the top of the market. But if you're a younger person, and after you sell your home, you have to move someplace else. Knowing what the market is to buy a home is going to influence you on whether you really want to sell your home. More and more people are finding that they should just stay in their home because of the situation, the difficulty of buying homes, selling homes, all the demand. So building contractors are busy, sprucing up rooms, making upgrades maybe adding an extension or adding a room so you've got more space for your family. Some families are combining their lifestyles. Two small families moving into one large home. Relatives, family members, it's easy. And it's kind of an old-fashioned way of living too. As the 10th of 11 children, I remember what it was like to live with a dozen people in one house. A small house, no less. But it worked. Because when you're a family or when you live like a family, you can make adjustments. You can make special arrangements. You know, you can accommodate the people that you love, the people that you care about. And many times when you do that, you're going to find that you're helping yourself out, accommodating yourself too. We all want to lower our living expenses, but we want to continue to grow and prosper. The focus of today is to buy and sell real estate when it's right for you, not when it's the top of the market, not when it's the bottom of the market. You have to be aware of those things, but when it's right for you, that is when you pull the trigger. Some people ask me why there are so few homes for sale in northern Nevada, why there are so few closed deals in northern Nevada. We used to have tons and tons of sales, lots of business, lots of building activity, lots of retail and commercial real estate transactions. And now they're hard to do and they're scarce. And when they come up, a lot of people are jumping on them. I contend that the reason there are so few deals being done, especially in the residential side, is because people love where they live. They don't want to sell their homes. People love northern Nevada. They don't want to leave People like things the way they are. 
They don't want to see major changes in their lives. Owning a home gives us all stability. And when we have stability, we are more comfortable. We're not so stressed out. And when we go home, that's what we'd like to do. Rest, relax, no stress, and enjoy living in our great nation. If you have questions about becoming a homeowner, about buying or selling a home, about incorporating your business, your real estate business, now that you are in a real estate investor world, give us a call after the show, 775-786-5515. And we'll be happy to talk with you and give you guidance and advice of other professionals that you may wish to talk to to help get through your next financial and real estate transaction. Tell your friends and family we're on the air again next week, same time, same station, and hopefully we will help them too make a great decision when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. My name is Eileen O'Malley. I've been working with Head Start for about a year now. I love my job. I love my career. I love this company. Not only do I get to make a uh, good impression with children, I also get to be involved in my community. I prefer working at CSA for multiple reasons. Um, I have more support. I have more room for growth. And we have smaller class sizes. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org.